0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Corks in into right down the line. It may go. And you're listening
1: to the Cardinals Insider Podcast.
2: Go crazy, folks. Go crazy.
1: Here's your host, Brent McMillan. Can you believe it? Almost mid-October here on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. And with that, we say welcome. My name is Brett McMillan. So glad that you've decided to join us for what will be the final episode of our 2017 regular season coverage here on the show. No more playoff baseball. In fact, I'm looking out over a Bush Stadium field that is halfway in shadows. And in most years past, that means that we're probably playing a day game in the NLDS. But instead, they've got... Big chunks of the sod torn out in right field and along certain parts of the pitching mound and home plate, getting the field ready for 2018 and hopefully a return to the playoffs. Last week, we let you hear from the end-of-season press conference where John Moselock, Michael Gersh, Mike Matheny talked about how maybe things hopefully change a little bit over the winter and where the team is hoping to go in 2018. ...but I think there was also a lot of good things in 2017, or at least there were some really fun storylines, let me put it that way. Paul DeYoung, Tommy Pham, Jose Martinez, those guys all stand out. Luke Weaver looked really sharp, I thought he was fun. And to me, Luke Voigt might have been the most fun story of all. A kid born and raised kind of where I grew up, which is in West St. Louis County, Wildwood, Missouri. He's a Lafayette High School graduate... And he made his big league debut with his hometown team here in 2017 in front of family and friends and an entire city and region that were rooting for the kid that grew up with the same dream that most of us did to play for the St. Louis Cardinals. A couple of weeks ago, it was, I would say, mid to early September, we invited Steve's high school baseball, or we invited rather Luke's high school baseball coach, a gentleman named Steve Miller to come down and do a sit-down interview with myself and with Luke. On a Saturday afternoon, Luke popped up out of the dugout and he came and he sat in the stands along the right field line and just talked baseball with me and with Steve, a guy that helped light a fire in Luke that helped him really learn to enjoy the game and was the man that guided Luke through the years where Luke Voigt told me he really decided he could play baseball professionally or at least at a higher level. We covered a lot of fun things in our conversation, what it's like to be from St. Louis and to play for the Cardinals, which is great, but there also is a lot of pressure in that. Luke was pretty candid about how sometimes it is not always easy, although he is always thankful for the opportunity and really does take a lot of pride in being a Cardinal that is from St. Louis specifically. We talked about what sport Luke Voigt originally wanted to go pro in, he grew up watching Mark McGuire and dreaming of being like Big Mac, dingers, and doubles. But there was another sport in high school that he also thought he was pretty good at and would have tried to pursue into college and maybe beyond. We'll let you tell Luke, or let Luke tell you, rather, what that sport was. Plus, Luke's not the only guy to come out of Lafayette High School and make it to the major leagues or even to the Cardinals. Perhaps you remember this guy. On its way. Swing and a high drive to center feet. Get up, baby. Get up, baby. Get up. Oh, yeah. David Freeze has just sent us the game number seven. This series is tied. Three, three with a walk-off home run here in the bottom of the 11th inning. The Cardinals win it 10. Tonight. Luke did play with David Freeze and Ryan Howard, who was great with the Philadelphia Phillies for so long. Didn't have any crossover with the two of them as far as taking classes at the same time. There's some age differences But we will get on to the topic of what it's like to be from a high school that in, I don't know, 15 years or so, I guess, if my math is correct, turned out three big league ball players. All that and more in this so 12 to 13 minute conversation with Steve Miller, the former head baseball coach at Lafayette High School, one of his former players and current St. Louis Cardinal, Luke Voigt. That's coming at you right now on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. What's that like for you, Luke? I mean, you're here, you're from here, born and raised. Everybody you know is aware of kind of your status right now. What's that been like? Um,
0: it, it's kind of been good things and bad things. I mean, you get the, everyone's rooting for you and, you know, everyone wants you to do good and, you know, they're watching you on TV. I'm getting, you know, family and friends from, you know, different cities, wherever I travel and stuff. and. It is awesome being the hometown kid. You know, I dreamed coming up here and stuff and uh, playing at Bush, coming to games. But, you know, I mean, it's a lot, too, because you start getting recognized everywhere. And, you know, you got a lot of people coming out of the woodworks that you haven't really talked to in a long time. and It, it can be a lot, so it's nice to have family to help out with that. But, you know, I can't complain. I'm living my dream in my hometown, and uh, it's been uh, great. So,
1: What was the point for you in your life where you went, all right, baseball might be more than something I just do for fun someday? Um...
0: I don't know, I'd probably stay in high school, because we were just talking about this, I wanted to play football. You know, my little brother plays football in college, and if I wouldn't have blown out my shoulder twice, you know, that's something I would have probably pursued, because I kind of had that football mentality in my whole life, and he, he could uh, contribute that with baseball, too, so. <laughs> Luke, <laughs> but uh, I'd say high school, for sure.
2: Luke was a very, very good linebacker, and we were disappointed his sophomore year. It was right at the beginning of the year that he blew his shoulder out. We would have loved to have him his junior and senior year in uh, football. Luckily, I had him in baseball for all three years, and uh, that was a pleasure. He was a pleasure to be around, and, uh, you know, fine young man. And he was, a, he was a great high school kid, fun to be around, good parents, uh, you know, just a special individual. And, you know, the one unique thing about Luke, uh, he's come up through the Cardinals system, and I think that is really, really special, uh, you know, and, and good for him. He's taken, uh, you know, any opportunity that he's had, he's taken advantage of
1: it's really hard to make it to this level. And you've seen other guys from Lafayette do the same, but was there kind of a sense with Luke that, okay, he at least has division one potential, which he ends up at There was no
2: question in my mind. His uh, sophomore year, didn't play a whole lot, but he was on the varsity. And his junior year, he was playing first base for us. And I think he hit, uh, oh, I think 382 to be exact. Uh, and then his the senior year, we moved him to catcher. And he was all state catcher. And uh, he hit uh, just right under 500. And you know, it's really amazing you know how many stolen bases he had? He had—he probably doesn't remember this. He had 16 stolen bases, did not get thrown out one time. So, and you know—I don't it, know what it, happened it, to that speed. <laughs> I let him run on his own. All the, I let him run on his own all the time. Oh. But he hit a lot I tell you What? His senior year, he—you uh, know—he he hit just right under 500, and half his hits were uh, extra base hits. A lot of doubles and home runs. And uh, you know that's. Uh, that's kind of tough to do in high school, you know, to drive the ball, you know, in the, in the gap and also to hit the, hit the home runs. Uh, so.
0: We had a great lineup too, so, because we had, what, four guys in that team end up playing in the, in the pros. Yep. yep. And we should have won state, but we, uh, <laughs> what were we, 20,
2: and four, yeah. yeah. And Luke was our fourth place hitter his uh, junior year and, and his senior year. And unfortunately, yeah, uh, the way uh, high school baseball set up, it's. It's not a double elimination tournament. You lose one game and you're out. And that's the way it is. But we ended up third in state uh, with a 23-4 and four record. And uh, a great, great team. The kids were fun to be around and very talented, like Luke said. And uh, Luke's the only one right now. We have another young man that uh, is in the Dodgers organization who happened to be with the Cardinals last year. And I think, uh, I don't know if you and Kyle ever played together with the Cardinals. No. Did you? Just yeah, they the were di- different. Yeah. B- Kyle Granta, was with uh, the Dodgers right now.
0: Yeah, then we had Nate Goro who was with the Angels, and then du- William Dupont, who was with uh, Toronto and Houston. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah now you know, William
1: Dupont, you know what he's doing right he's playing now? Playing football now. He's
2: playing football. University of Illinois. as yeah. a walk-on. Yeah, huh? Played pro ball and now he's going to school playing at University of Illinois.
1: I know it's not like there's something in the water, you know, it's hard, like I said earlier, to make this level. But once you see a guy like Ryan Howard and then David Fries goes, you're here. Do you think that maybe that kind of builds within an environment where kids start to look around and go, well, this is a long shot mathematically, but it's not impossible?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, we even had like, remember when Tim Melville was like scouting our school? Yeah, Oh yeah. And he's got some Bailey time with a couple of teams. I don't know, man, I mean, it was kind of cool too because most of the guys that I grew up playing with, I played from 12 and I was playing with them in high school. So I kind of had that camaraderie of all playing together growing up and we just had a bunch of studs. I mean, I don't even, <laughs> it's just the area we got. I mean, we have everything we need. We have the facilities we need and you know, there's plenty of baseball going around and you know, everyone plays travel ball growing up and I don't know, we just had a good group of guys and I think we, Lafayette's always had a good program, so.
2: Yeah, it's a you know a great tradition there. Yeah. You know, obviously, uh, you know, Ryan made it to the big leagues, and then David, and now Luke. And, you know, when you have players like that, really, you just have to point them, hey, there's home plate, go hit the baseball, and and they did that.
0: Yeah, I remember looking at the, we used to have, like, uh, one of those, like, booklets before the year, and just looking at, like, all the guys we've had in the past go D1, Juco, get drafted, make it to the big leagues, and, you know, I was like, I want to be that someday, and, you know, boom, I end up getting (laughs) to kind of be in that magazine, so it's kind of cool.
2: Yeah, we had a nice little program we put together every year with all the people that had got drafted and the ones that were going on to Division One baseball and all the records. And, uh, you know, it was kind of neat for the kids to see. So
1: I know, I recently, I'm pretty sure I've read that Freeze and Howard would come back and hit sometimes in the offseason. Do you ever run into them? Uh,
0: I mean, Ryan's quite a bit older than me. I knew he came and hit at Lafayette a little bit, but then once he, I think he moved out, what, like, five or six years ago, and then yeah. he moved back to Philadelphia, or something like Florida. Um, but that was, like, I was probably in high school, and that was probably happening. Yeah. You said yeah. about right?
2: Yeah, in fact, you might have, you know what, it might have been your last year in high school where Ryan came back, and I had I him up in the cages. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He came back and used our cages, and, um, you know, might, I think it might have been the, his rookie year, if I'm not mistaken, and, you know, I was like, like Luke said, he moved on, and, David's come back, and, yeah. of course, Luke lives right across the street from Lafayette, yeah. so he can come over anytime he wants. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's that mean to you, Luke, to, to be able to walk back into your alma mater, having reached the pinnacle, and kind of talk to those kids?
0: Uh, you know, I haven't done it yet, but, um, you know, it's something I probably, you know, if it's not this year, it'll be next year for sure, and, you know, it's cool to go back. I mean, even, like, you know, last night the, like, or the, a couple weeks ago, the lights are on after the football game and stuff, and it's just crazy, like, kind of reminiscing those days of going to those games, watching those games, and, you know, it's the whole Friday Night Lights thing, you know, that's what you kind of grow up with and, you know, living across from the field and stuff and, you know, trying to give back because David came back to a couple basketball games and, you know, gave some stuff back, and I got to get in that uh
2: trophy, case. trophy case. Oh, yeah, yeah? hey, <laughs> I got a picture for Luke to sign and put in the trophy case, uh-huh. Because uh-huh. they got both those jerseys up, so he's, I got to get in there, too. He's going to... Be put in the trophy case, and we're going to try to get a jersey that we got. Yeah. We got other uh, athletes who have jerseys uh, in the hallway. We're going to try to get his jersey and um, have him sign it, and we're going to put it up. We got a little, you know, we got a little tradition going there at Lafayette for sure.
1: I, I've always heard, you know, parents when they're watching their son make his major league debut, that's nerve-wracking. But for other folks, Steve, like, are you nervous when you show up and, and he's at the plate facing a guy that's throwing 97, 98, 99? What's that like for well, I'll you? I'll
2: tell you what, it, it, no, this, is, this is no lie, it was a big thrill the day that, you know, i tell you, I was, I was down here on Friday before Luke got called up. Didn't realize he was going to get called up. Got called up that Sunday, and we were down here watching David, my younger son, with, uh, with Pittsburgh, and then he got called up that Sunday, and his dad texted me, And then, I I think it was Arizona, I'm not sure, but I brought my grandson to a day game, and hey, first time up, hit an off-speed pitch, Big Mac land, and I was filled with dust. and then he came up with bases loaded, and I thought he was going to hit his first grand slam. <laughs> hit it right <laughs> off that wall there, you know. Yep. And then, of course, he was player of the game. And uh, that had to be a thrill for Luke because I know he said that he always dreamed about hitting the Big Mac land. Yeah. And I got my free Big Mac, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: there
1: you go. <laughs> Two-part uh, thing here, kind of as we get toward the end. You know, if you could give advice to him as a guy who helped mold his game, not about necessarily baseball. I know you let him do his own thing. But just um, some thoughts to Luke. What would it be? And then for you to to him, a guy that... You know started kind of your development i guess in the game in your formative years what would you guys say to each other
2: you know and i think luke already shows this he's very humble just be himself he's uh, very easy to talk to very easy to get along with i don't think his if he becomes a outstanding baseball player and a star an all-star i don't think he's going to lose his humility uh, he's very modest and um, you know i just I just wish him the best, and uh, I know he's going to get opportunities. Uh, you know, baseball is a game of failure, and unfortunately, you know, if you hit 300, you're only hitting, you know, 300, and it's three, three out of ten, and you're failing seven times. And you know, it's a mental game. You know, you got to fight through that, and and uh, you know, there's ups and downs. And when you know, Luke came up, and he'll tell you this: he had a hot bat. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was in and out of the lineup, and and sometimes it's hard. You know if you're not consistently in the lineup to uh, you know do well but that's all part of baseball but i guarantee what luke's a team player he's going to wait his turn and if he gets an opportunity he's going to give everything he's got i promise you that
0: and with coach miller um i feel like he instilled like one of the biggest work ethics in me and you know and especially with that with fundamentals and, and and taking every practice you know, and like it's like a game like and, you know, he really instilled that with our teams and stuff and, you know, that's what, you know, gave our team such great success. And I mean, it was kind of cool too because he brought that whole football aspect to it too. And, you know, I mean, if we messed up, we were running and, um, you know, it's great though because it makes you really focus and that kind of helped me become a leader too. And, you know, for those guys that, you know, kind of were, you know, giving it a half effort and, you know, instilling them to work harder and push harder because, I mean, That's how, you know, teams grow is, you know, by pushing each other. And and Coach Miller was great at that. And, you know, he instilled, you know, the work ethic of me working hard in the weight room, you know, working hard on my hitting, on my defense. And, um, you know, it it sucks that, you know, we couldn't win our state that year, but we had everything, you know, ability, and we could have done it. It's just, you know, sometimes baseball doesn't fall the right way, and sometimes the best teams don't win. you know, um, I'm, you know, super grateful that he's my coach, you know, I love him to death and, um, you know, I wouldn't be here without him.
2: And then, You know, you know I want to, a thought came into my mind when Luke was talking, show what kind of character he is, and I can't, re, you know, I was not at the game, obviously, but when he hit, was it Ray in the head? Robbie Ray. Yeah, Robbie yeah. Ray. And to show what kind of character he was, he was more concerned about him than anything else, you know, and... Uh, uh, you know, went to church the next day, and our pastor even used his example in his sermon. I told you, Dad, that yeah. I didn't ever told you that. I said, please pass it on. But you know, that that's compassion and that's character, and that shows you what kind of person you know Luke is. And you know, he comes from a great family, and uh, you know, that says a lot for Mom and Dad too. Very supportive. Um, you know, so I can't say enough. And I know he's not going to change. I don't care how successful he's going to be. He won't change. He's Luke Voight. Yeah.
1: And then, Luke, just last thing, uh, just for you on this one. I know that everybody, when you first got here, how, how is this being from St. Louis? What's it feel like? And I remember you basically just saying, it's crazy. Like, it's hard to, to wrap my mind around. Well, we're, we're here now in a pennant chase. You've been here, you know, a, a decent amount of time. Let me ask you now, how has this changed your life now that you've got time to, to chew on it?
0: Um, <laughs> um, it's changed my life completely. Um... Especially coming from the minor Leagues where you're making no money. Um, but I mean the money's <laughs> the money's obviously great, but um, I mean, I get to live at home, I get to do my dream job. I mean I mean it's like God's just like raining a light on me, you know. It's it's unbelievable what he's uh giving me the ability to do and you know, I'm just gonna take it every day like you know, like even the example of Robbie Ray, I mean the guy could have, you know, ended his career and it just like that could have happened to me, I could have got hit in the head or something like that and um You know, the biggest thing at the end of the day with baseball is you got to have fun. And, you know, I try to take it and have as much fun as possible.
1: I really enjoyed my time with Luke and with Steve Miller. Thanks to both of them for clearing out some time in their schedules to talk with us. Steve is a great guy. It was great to get to know him. And it was also really fun to talk with Luke in that setting. He's a a great guy, goes out of his way to make time to do stuff like this because I think he knows that so many people who grew up in St. Louis dreamed what he dreamed, but he's the one who's gotten to live it, and he's tried to give back to other people by telling his story. So my hat is off to him. I've really, really enjoyed covering Luke this season. It's been a whole lot of fun. Speaking of getting to know people... It's been a blast talking to you every week, 26 episodes here on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. It's been fun to, for me to get to just explore different topics within the world of the team. We've got more planned for next year. We're going to get things started sometime in February or March. It'll be one of those months, depending on when we head down to spring training as a Cardinals Insider group, but we'll bring you more content throughout next summer. And even though we're wrapping up our weekly chats here with this episode, there will be other times if you're subscribed that we'll put some stuff out this winter. If there's a signing and we have a press conference, we'll put some of that out there for you. And I already know that we have some player interviews, just kind of looking ahead to 2018 and wrapping up some really good years from 2017, conversations that you won't want to miss. So those little tidbits will be yours if you subscribe. You can do that at cardinals.com slash podcast. Or if you're an iTunes user, simply go to your podcast app and search St. Louis Cardinals Podcast. You can do the same with Android if you get the Podbean app or simply go to podbean.com. It's been so much fun. Big, big thanks to Ron Waterman, the Vice President of Communications for the St. Louis Cardinals. My boss, Jill Falk, who has uh, done some great work on the TV side and here with the podcast. It's been great to have her champion this as well. I've really enjoyed working for both of them. And it's been so fun to get to talk to you, the fan, one-on-one about Cardinal baseball. We can't wait for 2018, hopefully a playoff year. We'll talk to you sometime again, probably over the winter, but for sure from Jupiter, Florida, here in a couple of months. Until then, for Steve Miller, Luke Voigt, and everybody else who's appeared on the show this year, my name's Brett McMillan. We'll talk to you down the road. This is the Cardinals Insider Podcast.